Little Follies, The Fox and the Clam, the preface continues. The next day, at noon, Porky and I were standing on the front porch of the cottage. We were about in the middle of Bolotomy Bay, pushing into a headwind, a driving rain, and a nasty chop. Al had suggested that Porky join us in the Trans Bay voyage because she thought that it would cheer him up. The two clam boats on the port side, the kitten's paw and means to an end, were taking on water, and the engine in the Alice blue gown had quit. The three jolly tinkers were bustling around the platform, checking the lines that held the cottage in place, clucking and looking gravely concerned. I was eating a tuna fish sandwich and worrying about whether we'd make it to the island. Al opened the door to the porch. It got away from her, but she caught it again and threw herself inside. This is rotten weather, said Porky. Yeah, you said it, I said. It's not the rain and cold I mind so much as the wind, Al said. Listen, Rascal says we've all got to start bailing or we're not going to make it to the island. We scrambled down to the kitten's paw to start bailing. On the way, Al stopped Porky for a moment and made him take a good look at one of the clam boats nearby, on which Serge Denim stood in the rain and wind, clawing at the bay bottom with his tongs. Now there's something that should cheer you up, Porky, she said. You ought to be glad that you're not one of those guys out here all day in all kinds of weather. Porky didn't say anything, but I could see that he was thinking, deciding whether the fact that he wasn't Serge or any of the other clammies ought to cheer him up. When the three of us were bent over in the kitten's paw, bailing like mad, he spoke. You know, I'm not so sure that I wouldn't be happier as a clammy, he said. It's not an easy life, I grant you, but it has more of an aura of romance about it than being a giant in the fast food industry has. You know what I mean? I mean, sure, they're out here in some rotten weather, but after their day's work is done, they gather in a bar along the dock somewhere and tell stories about their close calls on the unforgiving bay, embellish the tales of the legendary clammies and that sort of thing. It's like living in a beer commercial. It seems exciting to me. Well, that's true, admitted Al. Porky went on, and I guess they all must have the feeling that someday after they're gone, other clammies their sons and the sons of their friends and their sons' sons and their friends' sons' sons will tell stories about them, that they won't be forgotten, that they might become legends themselves, you know? He stopped bailing for a minute and rubbed his hands together. I can just see my kid telling stories about me when I'm gone, he said. A thrill ran through me, the electrifying thrill that comes from recognizing a theme in a setting where one doesn't expect to find it. This is like the fox and the clam, I said. Oh, yeah, said Porky. Yeah, I said. Keep bailing. 
And I'll tell you the story. I told Porky the story that appears on the following pages. It kept him bailing, and we got the cottage to the island safely. When I had finished the story, Porky smiled and pounded me on the back. Thanks, Peter. And he said, I, I guess I'm just a sucker for a happy ending.